0: Is Fitz happy? No. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is no. (laughs) We solved the podcast. (laughs) Oh, Fitz. to another episode of is fits happy i'm luke and i'm emma this week we're discussing chapter six the wit and the skill and we get a deep dive on the magic system here but the uh, the first beginning part of this chapter discusses minstrels and scribes, how they work together, traveling the six duchies together to record history and little details in people's lives. How every minstrel wants to have that big saga, witness that big event, which reminds me of Starling for later in this book. Mm-hmm. But their bread and butter, and how they make their ever um, their impact on the world, is those little events that make up the fabric of life across the six duchies. And the scribes are there for hire out as well, because sometimes they're just hired on to record something, a wedding, uh, you know, a transaction, something or other. And they also make mention in here that because they record history, because scribes and minstrels record history, remember history, and are often recalled to um, called back to duchies to recall those for court cases or Contracts or whatever.
1: Land disputes.
0: Land disputes. It's very important in everybody's mind to respect them and to pay them well, because nobody wants to be remembered poorly or not remembered at all.
1: Right. And I think it really touches on the core idea that Robin Hobb puts within all of her writing, that... The mundane and everyday life choices you make are the ones that lead to important events.
0: Yeah, definitely. So we join into this chapter with uh, Fitz saying farewell to the minstrels at a small town of Crow's Neck. He drops them off at the indoor where only Josh is staying behind. The other two women go inside right away. And they have a little conversation before they depart.
1: So Josh is trying to get Fitz, of course, to stay. But Fitz tells him that because of the incidents that happened yesterday, which is last chapter of the attack, it has convinced him even more that he has to do what he has to do. And Josh replies to something really interesting. He says, yesterday was an ugly day. I would not base any life decision on it. Whatever it is, Cobb, I think time will make it better. It does most things, you know. And this is probably the best advice that Fitz has ever gotten in his life. (laughs) And it is also the quickest he has turned down good advice because he makes some excuse about how this won't be healed by time. It's been long enough.
0: Yeah, some things I muttered distractedly. Other things don't get better until you mend them one way or another.
1: <laughs> so poor Josh gives us the best the world's best advice and then he is gone.
0: And Fitz walks away and he feels like he's free again. He feels a burden lift off his shoulders and can't wait to get out there with just him and Night Eyes and not be weighed down by any of this other human crap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Except instead of go straight to Night Eyes, he wanders through town And he remarks that it's probably because years of habit can't be shaken with one bad experience. But I think it's because he still kind of misses humans. Mm -hmm. And he knows deep down that it's not the human interaction that he's pushing away. It's just the overall feeling of guilt. And if he becomes too human, he won't do this thing, which is kill Regal.
0: Right, right. So he's walking through the market, listening to... All the gossip and everything like that, how, you know, the world is ending. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that we uh, have spoken about before, trade is bad, prices are up, that sort of thing. Right. And that it's not just ocean fish and thick wool of buck that no longer came up the river. It was as Chade had predicted as well. No silks, no brandies, no fine Bingtown gem work, nothing from the coastal duchies, nor from the lands beyond. So regal was very successful in cutting off trade through the mountain kingdom, but it also suffocates the uh, the duchies on the coast and the inner and close to the inner duchies as well, because there's no diverse goods traveling.
1: Right. Well, I think the reason there's no diverse goods coming from the coasts because of the raiders, not because of right. the mountain kingdom has been.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, he he specifically tried to stop trading and did stop trading with the Mountain Kingdom so there's no goods from there either.
1: Right. And it's interesting because they talk about how people are pretty disgruntled by all this that they are, the town that Fitz is currently in, Crow's Neck, was once a big bustling trading town and now they are dying by sitting on goods that nobody wants and they can't get anything to trade for them. So it's just a Which is a real bad situation to be in for everyone.
0: Fitz remarks that at least one shambling drunk knew where to put the blame. And he describes this great bear of a man. (laughs) (laughs) Black Rolf, as we know him. Drunkenly walking and singing through this market market square. And everybody's kind of ignoring him. Because he's singing a song about that uh, when Shrewd was king that river had run with gold but now that regal wore the crown the coasts all ran with blood there was a second verse saying it was better to pay taxes to fight the red ships than pay them to a king that hid but uh, that one was interrupted by some guards fitz is uh, making mention that pretty much everything stops in this market all the talk all the bustle no one's really moving No one's buying anything, they're just silent and watching, and trying to be as inconspicuous as possible, which should have been Fitz's first hint, he remarks to himself. So these guards are more armored than he's used to seeing, and quickly confront Black Rolf and beat him up. They punch him with gauntleted fist, they send him to the ground, and they take his purse and leave, saying that... You know, this is the fine for treasonous thoughts against Regal. Fitz, even during this, Fitz tries to make strides forward, trying to help him. And a woman puts her hand on his shoulder and saying, don't. They'll let him off with a beating right now if you don't interfere. But if you make them angry, they'll kill him or worse, Drake him to the king's circle, which is the first we hear of the king's circle.
1: Right. And it's just such a sad reality that people are now living in. That Regal has created this atmosphere of fear and nobody is safe and you can't even be a community and help others because the second you step forward to stop clear injustice, it will become worse for the person you're trying to help. Right. Yeah. And the people this is the best way to help is just to try not to look and then hope it doesn't spread or get
0: worse. And there's another part later in this chapter that explains why this is kind of happening, but I think it's a good time to discuss it right now. Fitz thinks these are city guards, but there's more mail on them and they're wearing more armor than he's seen on any other city guards before. And that's because these aren't city guards, these are king's guards that Regal has appointed. Which means that the governor or the mayor or whoever leads this town cannot get rid of them, cannot punish them, cannot dismiss them of any sort. And they have the run of the town because they are upholding the king's law. Right. To do anything against them is treasonous. So they have complete control of these cities and are running around like bullies, just taking money and beating up people and
1: doing whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sad. And reading the stuff happening in this book it always surprises me when it seems to touch on things that are happening in real world and just when you can like put your own real world connotation to something that is not real it really is strange and i think that's why rereading books is so interesting because every time you're going to have a new perspective because life has changed for you since the last time you read the book. Right. And this time, this scene just felt more brutal to me. Yeah. And yeah, it just is. It's so interesting. Things that I feel like I'm picking up this time that I probably would not have caught the last time.
0: Yeah, definitely. As the guards walk away, life begins to enter back into the market. And... People kind of resume. They just go on with their life, and Fitz walks forward. He's staring around. He's not really doing much. He's very shaken by this experience, but eventually he just kind of wants to leave town, so he's walking through the market, but this brings him towards the man that has fallen, that has been beaten up, Black Rolf. As I drew near the groaning man, his pain lapped against me. The closer I came, the more distinct it was, almost like forcing my hand deeper and deeper into a fire. He lifted his face to stare at me. Dirt clung to the blood and vomit on it. I tried to keep walking. Help him. My mind rendered thus the sudden mental urging I felt. I halted as if knifed, nearly reeling, That plea was not from Night Eyes. The drunk got a hand under himself and levered himself higher. His eyes met mine in dumb appeal and misery. I had seen such eyes before. They were those of an animal in pain. Maybe we should help him? Night Eyes asked uncertainly. Hush, I warned him. Please, help him. The plea had grown in urgency and strength. Old blood asks of old blood. And this is the first time that we hear of old blood in this in the story as well. I think at least Fitz hears of old blood, and this is a plea through the wit of Black Rolf's bear companion.
1: Right. I believe it's called old blood in a beginning part of a chapter in like the first oh, book. Oh,
0: sure, like but a- not.
1: Not Fitz himself like saying Like Tom
0: Badgerlock it. writing yes. after he's learned all this. Yeah,
1: I yeah. am pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I am pretty sure I have a vague memory of that.
0: This is young Fitz hearing old blood for the first time. Yes.
1: But it's also a very interesting instance where somebody else's wit animal is talking to Fitz almost seemingly through Black Rolf. Because I know his bear is probably somewhere close, but... It's just interesting that he sees Black Rolf and looks into his eyes and then is able to hear. I don't know. It's just like such an interesting concept, like a little phone.
0: I don't know. I felt like it wasn't through Black Rolf himself because he only met eyes after the first help him. Right. So I, I thought it was the wolf or that the wolf, the bear reaching out directly.
1: I don't know. I mean, he's looking at Black Ralph the whole time and it doesn't. I mean, yeah, I don't know.
0: Either way, it's I don't know still how it works, reaching yeah. out.
1: <laughs> But it's interesting. We also learn later that they can sense old blood in each other or old blood people trained in the
0: old blood ways can sense other the- old blood people around. Yes.
1: Yeah. So it's probably something to do with that.
0: True. So Fitz is confused by the old blood asks of old blood sentence the plea and he gets the meaning behind it through the wit saying um and thinking that it was a laying on of clan obligation and night eyes after that is wondering if they're of the same pack so he's like very confused as well because it seems like they're asking of like an obligation they're saying we're of the same kind of people and of course night eyes is right (laughs) equate equates that to we're pack Fitz helps Black Rolf up and gets him on his shoulder, gives him his walking stick, and they walk out of town. People are glancing at him, of course, because it's weird to help somebody who has just been beaten up by the King's Guard, I'm sure. They don't want to draw attention to themselves.
1: Which I think also is a sign of the things going differently. Nobody is helping someone who just got beat, even if you have to look away because if you make the guard mad then it'll get worse. They're still not after the guard leaves helping.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So this probably stems to a long time of mistreatment by the guards to the people. This isn't new to them.
0: No, yeah, it's been going on for a while.
1: And that's really sad.
0: Black Rolf leads them over to a river where he washes himself, tries to sober up a bit here.
1: I would like to point out that he washes himself by plunging his head <laughs> and neck into the water multiple times, which is such an odd image in my mind. of just.
0: It, it reminds me of the classic like cartoon or stereotypical Hollywood, you're drunk, stick your head in a barrel kind of right. thing, you know?
1: <laughs> it's just is such a weird, like I, I expect when somebody's washing up That they splash their face with water or something (laughs) like one of those horrible commercials for face wash. No, no.
0: This fits him, though. (laughs) Yes,
1: this does fit him. Head dunked straight into that river.
0: So this is the first thing he says, and he says, I drink too much when I come to town. He said, hollowly. I nodded to that. Will you be all right now? He nodded back. I could see his tongue move inside his mouth, checking for cuts and loose teeth the memory of old pain rolled over relentlessly inside me. I wanted to highlight that real quick because he didn't just get over it with the Forged One attack. Right. This is something that sticks with Fitz for a while and I do want to, I know it might be redundant, but hammer it in a little bit because it's an important part of Fitz's character and he just doesn't easily get over it because something of that magnitude is not easy to get over.
1: Right. And I also think that makes it more realistic because healing isn't point a to point b seamlessly and right. once you hit one milestone you never regress at all. It's this crazy unlinear thing that you're you have to just go through which as Josh said takes time but it is really cool. I don't know if that's necessarily the word I want to use, but cool to see that Robin Hobb didn't just forget about it because he just fought forged one, so he's better now, right it's still yeah. being subtly introduced as something that he's suffering from
0: mm-hmm. and just the simple fact of, you know, checking your injuries in your mouth or something like that brings that back up is,
1: yeah
0: is. I- cool
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting
0: (laughs) we say interesting too much too but i
1: know (laughs) and cool is like weird in this connotation (laughs) yes
0: it's very well done so fitz tries to uh like split up then he says good luck he rises and hefts his pack to leave but all of a sudden there's a bear there and he is very scared backs up to rolf and saying hey there's a bear and rolf is like you no, know, she's mine don't worry and the bear comes up to fits and he could tell that they're communicating to one another but had no notion of their messages
1: i underlined this because i think this disproves that the only reason black ralph can hear them is because he's skilled i think maybe he heard them from so far of a distance because something to do with skill but i think Because Fitz has skill and can sense it, but can't hear it. That proves that it's nothing to do with skill. It's a wit talent.
0: I'm thinking specific. Okay, so. I think Fitz is untrained right now and he is blasting out his messages for all the wit people to hear. I'm specifically talking when he goes back for a year and trains with them for a year. There's a time that he says. Night Eyes and I made our connections so small where we could barely feel each other. And Rolf said he still could hear, like, stuff. And that's why I'm thinking that he was also using skill there.
1: Mm. Okay. Okay. I thought you meant...
0: And 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 Fitz later makes a, a comment right. about Black Rolf. He thinks Black Rolf is skilled as well because he was more perceptive than he should have been as a witted one. And that's after his training is in the old blood, too. Okay. So
1: right okay so i thought you whenever you were saying like he hears them with skill it was coming from a place of all the time and no, here I, i'm like haha i i'm proving <laughs> you wrong
0: <laughs> i should have specified the time period because yeah it, it was after because we don't see them training together but we get Fitz's comments about it in later books right
1: okay well then never mind i thought i got gotcha, you <laughs> but i guess not
0: The bear acknowledges Fitz as old blood, moves on and sniffs Fitz to see where he's been and then what smells are on him. And Night Eyes is very concerned.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. I think it's funny because later Fitz remarks on how animalistic to match other people's what animals the others are. And I think everything about this encounter with the bear is so dog-like. He freezes. And he doesn't want to look away from the bear. And he is skittish. And he just... It's just so dog-like in something where they're uncomfortable in a situation. You just wait it out and stare. I don't know. It's its kind of funny. To me, at least.
0: So, Rolf beckons them to come. To follow them to the forest. Or to the his house. Because they have food there. And... After a little bit, Fitz sets out behind him.
1: Right. Also, Ralph mentions the wolf is welcome, too. And Fitz has not said his partner is a wolf. Right. And I wonder if he knows it's a wolf because of Hilda's sniffing I, of Fitz. I'm thinking
0: that, she too. She smells wolf. Yeah. I'm thinking that, too. So Fitz is very curious here. He He wants to go with them because... He's asking... He's telling Night Eyes here. Are they like us? I have never spoken to any like us. A derisive snort from Night Eyes. You were raised by Heart of the Pack. He is more like us than these. I'm not certain I wish wish to come close to a bear or to the man who thinks with the bear. Fitz is very curious. He's like, yeah, but I, need, I want to know more. How did she sense me? And how did she reach out to me? Meaning the bear. Mm-hmm. Which is... These are some of the the first abilities that we see from the wit coming through here. Right. The ability one to talk to another witted one or member of the old blood through your wit partner or your wit partner talking to them, because Vixen never really did that at all with Fitz. Right. So this is this is something new to Fitz. And he's very curious.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think it's a good thing to point out Vixen because, as far as we're aware, Burek was never trained in yeah, old he was blood not. ways. Yeah. So that means that his connections probably wouldn't be the same as they should have been, and also explains why he's so re- revulsed, repulsed. <laughs> explains why he's so repulsed by the wit as a whole because all he's ever known is using it the quote-unquote wrong way so True.
0: so as they're walking along Fitz notices that Night Eyes is still limping and he feels bad for dragging Night Eyes into these things uh, and taking injuries on his behalf which I highlighted that because it reminds me of Fitz himself right and how others probably feel about him and I think how Biric and Verity have talked about it before. <laughs> yeah. But also he does the same thing so I don't know. And
1: it's... then Night Eyes pulls a Fitz by saying it's not that bad. Yeah. As he's limping three-legged through a forest from a knife wound. And, or not, sword com- wound.
0: and not complaining while Night Eyes has the trail and Fitz is dodging the, the branches and stuff on the side <laughs> of the trail so. Uh huh. But they get to a small cabin. Black Rolf's home and the door is unusually wide because the bear just walks right into the cabin as well.
1: Mm-hmm. I do wonder. So Fitz talks about how it, it makes him and Night Eyes feel uneasy to follow towards the scent of a bear. And I wonder if the bear feels weird scenting a wolf and just leaving it be. Maybe not because she's a old blood wit partner, so she knows a little bit more in some aspects but I wonder if that also goes against her nature of not being wary because a wolf is present
0: maybe yeah I guess I don't know in my uneducated mind on the interactions between wild animals Mm -hmm. I wouldn't think a bear would be too concerned about a wolf like a singular wolf Right. so I feel like it wouldn't go as badly the other way around where she would be that concerned but I do agree with your point that even if she was, she's a lot older than Night Eyes, first of all, in right. years. They've uh, we learned later that Black Ralph and her have been partners for, I think, seven years. Right. But also that she is trained like she is with a trained old blood person. And, right. And, yeah. So it's they've probably had different. they've had she lives with a, a, a bird and yeah. uh, uh, has communication with other witted ones. So. Right. Right.
1: It's really interesting, though. It's just I don't know. Anyway.
0: So Black Rolf um, sees their hesitance and welcomes them in. He says, Old Blood does not turn on Old Blood. So they enter, and while well, Fitz enters in, Night Eye stays outside. He's very wary still. And he notices a woman sitting there, and we learn her name is Holly. Right. But he says, Rolf says, Here are the guests I was telling you about, Holly, he announced. And this is... Uh, something i highlighted and wanted to talk about because it indicates either that old blood can speak directly to old blood or what i was thinking uh witted ones can talk to the other old blood partner and then they can relay the message
1: right yeah because i guess you can talk to people or not people animals from any distance like the skill
0: i don't think there's a human to human interaction though
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess we never see that happen with fits, unless the person is skilled. So...
0: Yeah, not not direct words, but um, you can get, like, you know, repulsion and, you know, the attraction and healing or whatever that beer does, but not direct communication. So, I was thinking it was to a wit partner who relayed the message.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely a good catch and interesting, because I wonder... Is it that he communicated with the other person's wit partner from a distance? Or did he like tell a bird nearby who told a bird who told
0: this bird? Like, <laughs> I think that would be too unreliable. <laughs> <laughs> Fair
1: enough. I don't know. But also, I do want to take a second to say you missed my favorite descriptor of anyone in the book so far ever. And that is that Holly has short brown hair that was sleeked to her head like an acorns cap i'm sorry what (laughs) (laughs) like bowl cut but curled under
0: (laughs) yeah probably a little bit like that (laughs)
1: and she just lives like that
0: <laughs> hey holly's awesome okay i love don't, holly don't no make shade fun of my girl holly <laughs> no
1: shade to holly because she's awesome but what is that hairstyle girlfriend <laughs> and i cannot believe you just skipped right over that and didn't mention it at all so. <laughs> because i took a good like real life minute thinking wait what <laughs> whenever I read that
0: part so hey it could look better than you're thinking just like Ketrickin's clothes sure you know? sure
1: okay maybe
0: I don't think so though
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like Tyler the creator where he oh, has he that, had that like, yeah. weird bowl cut yes yeah <laughs> I will post a picture somewhere on our story when we post this because I <laughs> this imagery ooh Anyway, back to the more serious things at hand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Fitz gets welcomed in and he notices that Holly is probably partnered with a small hawk and they discuss what the old blood is and to not call it the wit, because that's what the people who despise it call it. So it's taking ownership of their their words um, and, and their language to empower their community. Right.
1: I also want to take a second to remind everyone of the names. Hilda is the bear yep. that Rolf is partnered with. And Holly is partnered with Sleet the hawk. Yes. yes. Just so everybody, just in case you forget the names, there <laughs> they are.
0: <laughs> Fitz realizes there's a, a table with a lot of food on it. The bear goes over and grabs some <laughs> grabs some fish and goes off into a corner starts eating. And... There's a light wine from outside the cottage reminding Fitz that Night Eyes was in the same condition as him, being starving, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So Black Rolf once again uh, says, welcome to our table like eat. We're, we're welcoming you in here. Both of you, among the old blood, two are treated as one always. Sleet and I welcome you as well, the woman added softly. I am Holly and Fitz asks Night Eyes to come in and Night Eyes takes several minutes circling the cottage a few times (laughs) peeking into the doorway but never coming in fully and Fitz throws him a fish and Night Eyes finally has to like sit there looking at him until Fitz gives him the okay that, like, I think we're safe here, you can eat, because saliva's dripping from his mouth, holding this fish. <laughs> just waiting. <laughs> He's just waiting, like, can can I please?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a real good pup.
0: Yep. Um, but also,
1: Rolf makes sure to say, Don't force him to come in. Yeah. If he's not comfortable, we don't feel it's right to force our wit partners to do things they don't want to, which I think is very important because that's huge.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: That's very different than how Burek would probably treat animals because he's an animal trainer. But it's interesting to see the respect Old Blood has towards companions.
0: 100%. Yeah, two is treated as one. They're both entities. They're both people. Well, not people. But
1: But it's acknowledging that animals are different and need more time to gain trust.
0: Yep. So they both eat. They're both starving. They eat well. And. After a while, Fitz is still hungry, but he's (laughs) satiated enough to have conversation at a point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which he wolfs down his food much in the same manner of night eyes after yep. talking about how Holly is just staring like a bird and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Ralph is lumbering like, like a bear and
0: perching on a chair Holly's like sitting in the corner grabs uh. food and like comes back and perches on her chair and like looks around and <laughs> <laughs> uh, bird people are weird I love Holly but like the mannerisms that he describes are like eh, that's creepy so
1: <laughs> strange to experience in real life <laughs>
0: And so Fitz starts questioning Rolf here. says, how did you ever come to bond with a she-bear? And then added, if it isn't a rude question, I, I've never spoken to anyone who is bonded to an animal, at least no one who mit- admitted it openly. So Rolf has to explain here that, well, I don't admit it openly, but we do have old blood community here. And I was trained by my mother. She sensed it in, you know, two of us kids and trained us up so when he was of a certain age as a man he took a quest
1: right which just pause real quick isn't the age of man in the duchies like 14
0: something like that
1: so that means black rolf is like 21
0: it could i don't think so i think he's older than that and i think it's um i think it's different in old blood community I'm not sure like I, th- I thought there was a different thing it's not necessarily ceremony of man kind of thing right I thought it was like a um, like when you're fully trained and they say like you're you're good to take a partner kind of thing okay
1: Because I remember that one old ceremony from book one. The band ceremony, yeah. Right, yeah. And Fitz was like 14 there. And I'm like, okay, Fitz is describing him like he's an old man, which also on par with how a 17-year-old would see a 21-year-old. But (laughs) because it's seven years between when he was of age of a man and then now. So I'm sitting here like, okay, so how old is he? But also probably not that old. So like maybe not even 30
0: yeah probably not we don't really get descriptors of age
1: right but i don't know why i've always thought of him as like somebody in his 40s or 50s
0: they have that mannerism to them you know yeah they're just holly immediately is trying to like matchmake with Fitz when he gets there yeah there's i don't know rolf is acting like a father but they don't have kids or anything so yeah
1: they're probably which I don't know. I think it's very funny to remember sometimes like, oh, yeah, Fitz as a narrator
0: is 17, 18, 18, 19. So probably eight, probably 18, almost 19.
1: I feel like every time I say an age, you go up a year and then the next week I go the age that you said last time and then you go up a year again.
0: <laughs> I said 18, 19 for a couple weeks, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I know that he ends this uh the trilogy at, like, 20.
1: Anyway, it's just really interesting.
0: Fitz is very um, curious about this because he has never heard of, like, a quest to find a partner or anything like that. And Black Ralph is describing how, you know, he, you go to the area that you are drawn to. Some people even go out to sea. Some people go to the hills, the mountains, or whatever. I was drawn to the woods. So I drank nothing but water, fasted, had the herbs that... Um, quicken the old blood within you. So there's herbs that like facilitate that magic. And sat down and eventually found Hilda, the she bear who came.
1: Do you think keros seed is what quickens the old blood?
0: What makes you say that?
1: Um, it's what's used to make racehorses show well for sale.
0: I thought I think that's just because of the energy that you get. Fair you feel full of life and vigor, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. I guess I don't know. I just was thinking it was used on animals.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't think they would ever use kerosene. At least old blood would ever use kerosene on animals because well, no. remember, Biric says that they're never the same afterwards. No. Yeah. So I, I feel like that they would just shun that in general.
1: But they, they themselves are not animals. I know. So that's why yeah. I'm thinking maybe it's different when they. I don't know. I don't know. Hard to tell. But that was my only idea of what it could possibly be.
0: Yeah. I I didn't even try to think of different herbs because <laughs> half the herbs in here are not real. Right. So. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Hold on. Sorry. This just popped into my head. What are the names of the leaves that Ketrickin tried to poison? Carry with? me. What if it's carry me? Hear me out. Here's my reasoning. That's the leaves he took to jump into night eyes.
0: Yeah, maybe. We know them as one leaf is like a painkiller, two helps you sleep, three is death.
1: Right. But if they only if they enhance your wit, if you have wit. Also, it's something grown in the mountain kingdom, which looks more favorably towards witted people. I don't know. I don't know, just another, that's like, a good aside. thought,
0: but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, to...
1: we'll never know for sure, but <laughs> now in my head, that's what it
0: is. <laughs> Eyes thinks and is questioning, maybe, maybe you sought me out that day. Maybe we had our own quest, but it was a little bit different. I think that I called out to you and you called out to me that day in the market. And Fitz has to kind of say, no, I... I don't think so. I had bonded twice before with dogs and had learned too well the pain of losing such a companion. I had resolved never to bond again. Rolf was looking at me with disbelief, almost horror. You had bonded twice before the wolf and lost both companions? He shook his head, denying it could be so. You are very young, even for a first bonding. So this is where I think that um, Black Rolf is older than... You know, uh, 21 or 22 or something like that. That's fair. Because Fitz is, say, 18. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's late teens. Yes. And Black Ralph thinks he's young even for a first bonding. And if he, I don't know how young he thinks their bond is, but they've been bonded for like a year more than a year, year and a half <laughs> yeah. at this
1: point. Well I don't know if you can tell how long someone's been bonded.
0: Right I know uh, right. just what he's thinking in the yeah. in young bonding so if he's thinking that you are young to be bonded right now then maybe Black Rolf could be 26, 27 yeah. um, maybe 28 depending and if it's on the young side uh, maybe 25 so I would I would guess late 30s for yeah. Black Rolf at this point, because I think, or late twenties. Sorry, yeah I said late twenties, right?
1: He's late thirties.
0: I said late thirties. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> adding ten late. years onto everything. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Emma, <laughs> Emma gave me the craziest. Just like what? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I did add ten years onto my estimates that I was just talking about. Yeah, I think he's late twenties, um uh-huh. possibly thirty at this point.
1: I'd go with that. I would, I would believe that.
0: So I think it is It is something different. I don't remember if they talk about this later, but I think it is a different metric that they measure. Hey, you're like ready maturity, now. Maturity, not yeah.
1: just arbitrary. 14 is old enough. Right. You're a man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which does count, contradict a little bit of our discussion about that ceremony coming right. from Old Blood. Or maybe that was just, you know, what they did back in the day and now they have to be more careful and raise people a little bit more properly because you can't have everyone just go off when they're 14. Right. Just because they're hunted down as a minority.
1: Right. Or it could just be it was something done to men and then with time, the age of man changed, you know, with
0: peace yeah, time or something. Yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah Definitely. Fitz describes and talks about his bonding with um, Nosy and Smithy, how he lost the first one and how the second one has had passed away. And Rolf and Holly are very, very shaken by this. It says Rolf was regarding me with a distaste as fervent as Birix was for the wit, while Holly silently shook her head. You bonded as a child? Forgive me, but that is perversion. As well allow a little girl to be wed off to a grown man. A child is not ready to share the full life of a beast. All old blood parents I know most carefully shelter their children from such contacts. Sympathy touched his face. Still, it must have been excruciating for your bond friend to be taken from you. But whoever did it, did the right thing, whatever his reason. He looked at me more closely. I am surprised you survived knowing nothing of the old blood ways. And that last sentence there reminds me of Fitz's skill test, where he was, you know, sent out in the middle of the woods or whatever by Forged Ones, and then Smithy died during that trip. Right. And Fitz almost did lose it, but didn't he have a, like, a skill, um... Like imprint on him or something to like come back from Verity, yes, or was yeah. it, or was it just like I need to go back and make sure that Beric and Verity are alive because someone's attacking?
1: I don't know when Verity's skill imprint happened to him. It for sure is at least when he gets back to the castle, because he goes straight to Verity and then is like, "Wait a second, why did I come here?" But I think he comes back because that, there's... That
0: he went to the he went to the stables first, yes. I think, and then yeah. Verity gets him. So I I don't think it had happened yet, actually.
1: But I think he wanted to get there just in like yeah. in disbelief of.
0: So yeah, his over it wasn't skill necessarily that kept him alive, but it was um his loyalty to the family and what he needed to do as like his duty, right? That yeah. he had another purpose and not just you know Smithy dying, right? And
1: he needed to know is did he die in vain what's going right, on exactly I need all the details which
0: and he was on his way back when Smithy did finally die so right. it's, uh, yeah he, he had another driver I was trying to think and remember the whole sequence of events because if Black Ralph was that concerned that he could have died right. easily from that um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to remember everything that had happened
1: right yeah no definitely a good call
0: So Black Ralph prized a little bit more because like you shouldn't, like your parents shouldn't have told you this was the wit. They should have taught you a little bit more or whatever. We cherish our lines and help us to find the proper mates when the time comes so that our blood may not be thinned. And Fitz has to say that he doesn't remember anything of his parents, really. His mother gave him up when he was six and his father did not want him. And it's hard for him to say that. And, also say that i can't remember anything of my mother's family at all right and of course people are still amazed at him like oh you can't remember you were six years old are you sure like does she teach you anything or whatever and fitz is tired of explaining that (laughs) no
1: (laughs) i had long ago grown weary of folks telling me that i must remember something of her that most people have memories that go back to when they were three or even younger I'm sure that would get really annoying. And I wonder... If... Maybe he does have some memory of his mother... And that she was old blood... And taught him a little bit of things. And so he... Like grasp onto that and that's why he wants so badly to connect to an animal maybe his mother told him stories about when you're a man and you grow up you get to have your own bond animal yeah maybe we have no way of knowing for sure but potentially
0: Fitz tries to divert him a little bit further and asks him about himself and asks if he could learn a little bit Or specifically, what did your mother teach you and how did she teach you? Kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. But pretty much curious about what's going on with the old blood.
1: It took her 20 years to teach it to me. Have you that long to hear it? So maybe he was 20 when he left. So he's 27 now? Yeah. I don't know.
0: (laughs) See? The late 30s. (laughs) But he offers... Uh, A place for Fitz there. Stay with me and I'll teach you what you need to know. It's going to take months, perhaps years. And Holly spoke suddenly from the corner in a quiet voice. We could find him a mate as well. He might do for Ollie's girl. She's older, but she might steady him down. So that's where that comes in. And... um immediately starts speaking of the the girl that she's talking of like Vita's bonded to a crow all you would you would hunt well together
1: (laughs) right also I want to point out so Vita the one they want him to bond with or to marry um is bonded with a crow and in the final series Fitz can't get rid of a crow yeah motley Yeah. yeah so I thought that was really interesting that he never wanted a crow to begin with (laughs) and yet at the end of days (laughs) he gets one anyway
0: and uh night eyes speaks up to Fitz here but obviously since they can't really mask their communication everyone everyone hears it but he says (laughs) refuse politely night eyes suggested immediately bad enough to den among men if you start sleeping near bears you shall stink so that we shall never hunt well again nor do I, do I desire to share our kills with a teasing crow. He paused. Unless they know of a woman who is bonded with a bitch-wolf. A smile twitched at the corner of Black Rolf's mouth. I suspected he was more aware of what we said than he let on, and I told Nighteyes as much. It is one of the things I could teach you, should you choose to stay, Rolf offered. When you two speak to one of the old-blooded, it is as if you were shouting to one another over the rattle of a tinker's cart. There is no need to be so wide open about it. It is only one wolf you address, not all of the wolf kindred. No, it is even more than that. I doubt if anything that eats meat is unaware of you, too. Tell me, when was the last time you encountered a large carnivore? And Fitz admits that he doesn't think so since they've been bonded. Yeah. But also, I wanted to point out that only Black Rolf is responding to these communications between him and Night Eyes. So I don't know if it's... Like, now I'm questioning myself a little bit. Is it a little bit of the skill in here? Or does he only use, like, the skill later on? Or can Holly also get it, but she's not... Or Fitz isn't noting her reaction?
1: That's fair. She seems more like she's trying to stay out of the conversation. true. She's just observing. But I don't know. She doesn't disagree with him. She doesn't say anything to say, well, I didn't hear anything. But... I don't know. It's very weird. Unclear. (laughs) Also, I think it's really interesting that Fitz is just now catching on that black Rolf can hear what they're saying because earlier when Fitz was talking about being bonded to dogs, he was only talking in his head to night eyes. And that's when black Rolf was like, what? And then he just (laughs) answers him like, Oh, I must've said that out loud. But it's so funny to me that, It's like, huh, wait a second. A little
0: slow on the uptake for our trained assassin. Yep.
1: <laughs> Poor Fitz, a little rusty.
0: <laughs> and then we get into a very interesting conversation here about the forged ones. They're talking about how dogs will stand their ground in their territory. Um, but that carnivores will avoid you because they sense night eyes, right? And they will avoid you as surely as Forged Ones will follow you. And he says that really calmly, and Fitz is very shocked by this. A chill goes down his spine. Forged Ones, but Forged Ones seem to have no wit at all. I do not sense them with my wit sense at all, only with my eyes or nose or... And Black Ralph goes into it a little bit here. So we know, M and I know, and you guys know, that we've talked about, that skill also seems to attract them you know the intense skilling that verity was doing day after day drew a lot of them towards buckkeep right however black ralph now says that they have lost that life sense i do not know how it is stolen from them but that is what forging does and it leaves an emptiness in them this is this much is well known among those of the old blood and we know too that we are more likely to be followed and attacked by Forged Ones, especially if we use those talents, the wit, carelessly. Why this is so? No one can say with certainty. Perhaps only the Forged Ones know, if they truly know anything anymore. But it gives us one more reason to be cautious of ourselves and our talents. So... The Old Blood community as a whole knows that if you use your wit carelessly, you will get followed and attacked more often by the Forged Ones than if you don't have the wit at all. Right. And so with Fitz being a double whammy, skill user and Forged (laughs) Ones, you get him getting into scuffles all the time.
1: Right. And I wonder if the reason it's harder to tell this is going on is because when Fitz uses his skill is usually when a Forged One appears. And so I guess I've never thought about the fact that he uses his wit all the time. Clearly not the right way, so it's out in the open. And by the time he uses the skill, they have traveled all the way towards the wit and then hear more. So it's very interesting to know that it's something about this Sense of being that they're coming towards.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they talk more about um, the Forged One's attack on Fitz the previous day as well, and how, you know, don't you think it's weird that the Forged One's would stay and attack your wolf mm-hmm. while you're there? They can sense that link. They can yeah. sense, you know, something there that keeps their attention.
1: It is really interesting. And I guess this kind of shattered some theories that we've been talking about all along. I don't that know if
0: it shatters them, but I think it, like, combines them. them. Yeah. It well, because brings the, the skill and the wit together.
1: I guess one that I'm particularly thinking of is the idea that potentially the Pale Woman has forged, or no, not forged, skilled into them to go after skill users. Right. Because why would she do skill and wit users, just magic users? Yeah. Although... We do know Wit is kind of needed to wake up the stone dragons. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was go after both. Two birds, one stone.
0: See, I don't think they fully understand how to wake up and everything. I don't think the Pale Woman knows the extent of everything there. Because right. she's trying so hard to wake up her own dragon and isn't successful until Tawny Man. Mm-hmm. At the end of Tawny Man when they when she shoves the <laughs> Kebel Raw Brad in there. Right. So I don't think that she would specifically say, hey, target these guys because, you know, whatever. I think it's more I'm I'm still on the track of when we had our last discussion that it's kind of a positive side effect of it. Right. To the point where she might have chosen this way of doing it because of the side effect or it just all happened to be, you know, work well together or whatever. Right. But
1: yeah, I don't know. It's just very interesting that it, like, opens a new door. Although I think we've talked about before, it seems as though wit and skill are very close in the circle of magic. Like, yeah. they next-door neighbors versus across the circle. Mm-hmm. So potentially that's part of it, too. Uh, and maybe any type of magic getting used draws in the forged people. We don't know.
0: Right, yeah.
1: So, yeah, very interesting
0: so while they're talking about this fight uh night eyes and fitz share a glance and fitz answers saying thanks for the offer but we have to do something before we can even you know think of that we can't wait i think that we shall encounter fewer forged ones as we move inland we should be fine rolf replies back that that is likely because the ones that go so far inland are gathered up by the king we're getting more and more hints about this King's Circle and we know that King Regal is gathering those forged ones and fighting having them fight criminals basically like you criminals fight for criminals in quotations. Li- yes, in quotations. You fight for your life in the King's Circle. And it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. And it's disgustingly inhumane because we know that forged ones know what they're doing. They right. just can't stop it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've said this before, but it's very Vampire Diary-esque. because in that book slash TV series, vampires can turn off humanity, um, and I then think you have yeah, and they that just like gives me that vibe of they know what they're doing is wrong, but they don't care. And then whenever they eventually get tricked into turning their humanity back on, they they remember it all, and they're like, oh my gosh, I was horrible. And so <laughs> so every time stuff like this happens, that's all I think about is they know it's bad and they just don't care and eventually they're going to remember and that's really sad
0: Mm -hmm. we also uh learn from rolf here that the king has taken special interest in old blood and old blood has been sold out by their neighbors and next of kin to the king yes and they are taking a special interest in all of those witted folk Because his gold is good, so he he pays for that. And he doesn't require much proof, (laughs) one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Fitz knows why that is, so he is very uncomfortable at this point.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm glad you said that, because I don't think Fitz thinks that Regal is doing this because Fitz was witted. Mm-hmm. I think it has nothing to do with Fitz. I think Regal hates anyone who is not a quote unquote normal person.
0: That's true. That is definitely true.
1: I think it's exasperated by the fact that Fitz also happened to be witted. But I don't I think he would have done this regardless. I don't think if mm, he wasn't witted if Fitz wasn't witted, I think he still would have gathered up witted people. He would gather up anyone who is different.
0: That's fair. I can see that. Yeah, that so I I just don't think it would be as much heat on the old blood as it is with Fitz as a catalyst in there too. Yeah. Excuse my words of catalyst, but like Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I just got the impression of I know that Regal hates people that are different because his mother beat that in well, not beat, but you know brainwashed him into that way of thinking and that everyone in his court thinks the same way so it's not that big of a leap to think he just was like hmm maybe we'll see somebody do what Fitz supposedly was rumored to do if we do this but ultimately he would have fought witted people against him anyway because to him and Galen apparently it's a huge perversion right and I don't know. It just feels like this is an instance of Fitz taking everything on himself. Everything is his fault. And like...
0: Of course it is. (laughs) The world does not
1: always revolve around Fitz. Anyway, so that's my thoughts on the matter.
0: Black Rolf brings up that, you know, it's admirable that you want to kill King Regal, but I don't think you'll find it as easy as you should. And they have a little standoff because Fitz has never mentioned this out loud. And Night Eyes growls a little bit and... Hilda, of course, is saying, no, no, not in my house. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're by a bear. You can't do any of that. And Rolf has to explain, like, hey, you're you're literally bang out your plans to everyone. Like you're just yelling everything into the night. You can't be surprised that people overhear them sometimes. So uh, Fitz kind of prized a little bit, like saying, "Okay, maybe this is calming down don't you share my sentiments? Like you had that song from earlier and everything like that. And Black Rolf explains, yeah, the old blood probably doesn't have any sympathy or, you know, good favor or goodwill towards Regal.
1: Right. They would probably actually join you if you asked them to, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be harder than you think it will be.
0: Yep. So they go over that whole guard change and everything like that. And, Fitz is moping about the oppression of Regal and what Regal (laughs) has brought on all of the cities and Black Rolf asks a question of Fitz he asks that late last night you know after he had finished and killed the Forged Ones that somebody else attacked Fitz and he sensed this but Fitz did something else to defeat this other presence um, the wolf defended Fitz and he went somewhere he threw his strength into a channel that Rolf does not understand nor could he follow he doesn't know anything more than that besides that Fitz and Nighteyes were victorious in that fight and that was against Will um, Fitz kind of hedges here and says like yeah I was a servant of the king but he doesn't want to say too much and Rolf straight up asks you fought you know what they call the skill didn't you saying that this unnamed agent of the king was attacking you with the skill and you fought him off saying in the past skilled ones have hunted us down as if we were verge vermin no one of the old blood can say that his family has not suffered at their hands now the days have come if there's a way to use the old blood against the skilled ones it is knowledge that we really need hmm. to know.
1: Specifically, talents of the Old Blood against those who wield the Farseer's skill. Yeah. So I just want to point out that it is very clearly... Um,
0: I mean, it's known as a royal magic.
1: It yeah. is. So that makes me kind of wonder if that means that the kings of yore were I mean, big into the, having after multiple the children. Prince. Well, no, I'm saying... Happened. If it's known as the king's skill because there are so many bastard children oh, and they all had it because they're part of the royal bloodline.
0: (laughs) Could be true. I mean. (laughs) It could be true.
1: And now they're just everywhere. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Just theories.
0: Fitz has to honestly tell them that he can't teach them that because they don't have the skill. They don't. He doesn't really know what he's doing anyways or what Night Eyes is doing. But that he cannot teach them that. And Rolf is very incredulous and in, in saying, I have offered you everything. I've offered you to teach you old blood. I've offered you to stay here, everything. And you can't tell me this one thing. And, and Fitz just has to say, no, I can't. I literally can't because I don't right.
1: know. Right. Which is better explanation just than Nope. Can't teach you, which he starts with. Right. And it ends on, I can't teach you what I don't know. I don't understand it. I can't share.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which just say that the first time fits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he refrains from mentioning that he has the skill or is of farse blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but he is now sure with this talk with Black Rolf of what he was suspecting before with this um, this attack that Night Eyes can do through his mind. Right. That the wit could be used to attack a skill one only if a skill channel had opened between the two skilled people. And that's what I was kind of talking about before when this was first brought up with uh, Justin. Mm-hmm. How like you have to have that skill link, that bridge between the two minds in order for the other companion who is linked in your mind to cross that.
1: Right. But technically. A skill user can link minds with people who don't know how to use skill. You just have to be skill sensitive, I think is what it's called. Right. Um, Because some people can't feel the skill at all. But that means even if you just have wit, there's a potential that you could do this back.
0: Maybe, but I'm thinking that since, since Fitz has the wit and the skill, Night Eyes is used to it and like uses Fitz's skill to like, or like his ability to cross Right. That into the other person's mind, because you can't reach back if you're not skilled, you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I feel like that's what's happening here. It's okay. like a little bit of a,
1: a reach back. But yeah, the animal reaching back,
0: following the bridge across with that own ability, okay. that inherent ability to connect minds. Interesting.
1: But this also raises another point that I think about often, and I don't think I've really talked about on here yet, but. I am very confused about the logistics of wit partners because we know when they die, you still hear them and it is really them. It's not just their voice echoing things. Well,
0: Night Eyes does that. We don't know if other people do that.
1: That's fair. But Night Eyes <laughs> also leaves Fitz's mind.
0: We've we've talked about this before. Yeah. A yeah, little, yeah. Going into bees, yeah. So I wonder if this is Things are weird yeah. with them.
1: What is going on? I don't know. I don't know. It weirds me out. And I wonder if this is part of that of like, so maybe you're right. It has to be skill and wit mm-hmm. combined. And then that skill wit combination means that when they die, they don't really die.
0: I that, don't know. Yeah. We were, we were kind of talking about that before. Cause I was saying with the like mingling of souls that night eyes and Fitz did mm-hmm. and the later of mingling souls that the fool did. So those three are like one person and that's right. why they go into the wolf at the end uh, that that was passed down into B a little bit or something, you know? Right, yeah. Just like, I don't know. It's just weird I don't know. stuff.
1: Very, it just opens a lot of doors that have questions behind them, but no answers because Robin Hobb is like, have fun guessing. Yeah.
0: F- Fitz <laughs> is like the special case of the special case. Like he's yeah. literally like the 0.00001% of magic users in this world. And we don't understand the details of the normal magic users. Right. So it's, I, I love the magic. I love the writing and everything. But it's not necessarily, like, so there's a difference between hard and soft magic systems. Hard being, like, there's rules laid out. Right. And soft being, like, Gandalf. Like, oh, there's light (laughs) coming from his staff, and now people, like, whatever. Right. This is somewhere in between, but, like, it's incredibly soft in some ways, and some ways are, like... The skill takes your life energy and you're right. you're tired after it, but you can do these specific things with it. I don't know. It's very it's, so it's very nebulous.
1: It's very frustrating, especially because the only time we don't read in Fitz's point of view besides B are people who don't necessarily have the skill or right. what version they have of it is like so diluted that it just leads them to be able to talk to dragons, maybe. Right. And uh I'm frustrated it's, every time I think about the magic system, I get mad because how do we, how are we ever going to know?
0: <laughs> Black Ralph slowly relaxes his guard on this after Fitz refuses um, to teach him or says he can't teach him.
1: Right, Explains why he can't yes. teach him.
0: And Black Ralph slowly relaxes and says, Hey, perhaps if you stayed and, and I taught you, you could understand more and you could teach us. Then Fitz has to explain like saying, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but a king's agent attacked me last night. I have to go do this thing before I can even think of settling down.
1: Right. Which I think is also a good point that a king's skill user knows where I am and how to find me. You are at danger if I stay here is essentially what he's saying without saying that. And because black Rolf has some experience with wit. I think he understands that undertone of
0: right. Yeah. You're
1: not safe. like clearly something is with this magic that mm-hmm. it can reach distances. Okay. Maybe
0: <laughs> he offers them to stay the night um, or at least what it ends up being rest there for the day until they travel at night and fits and night eyes relax. They haven't been able to relax for a while. They address each other's wounds, sleep a bit, wake up, eat a little bit, and Black Rolf has some food for them to take, and they say goodbye with Holly standing in the shadows near the near the house. Right. Go carefully, go gently, Rolf counseled us after we had thanked him and packed his gifts. Walk in the ways of Ida has opened for you. He paused as if waiting for a response. I sensed a custom I was not familiar with. I wished him simply. Good luck, and he nodded to that. You will be back, you know, he added. I shook my head slowly. I doubt that, but I thank you for what you have given me. No, I know you will be back. It is not a matter of your wanting what I can teach you. You will find you need it. And he goes through a long list here, and I want to read a couple sentences. But there's some big questions in here that Fitz later learned, like later thinks of that i I do need to know this. Right. He says, What must you do when your friend wishes to run with a pack of true wolves? I promise you that time will come. What must he do if you marry and have a child? When the time comes for one of you to die, as it must, how does the other make room for what is left and carry on alone? In time, you will hunger for others of your kind. You will need to know how to sense them and how to seek them out. There are answers to these questions, old blood answers, ones I cannot tell you in a day, ones that you cannot understand in a week. You need those answers, and you will come back for them. I had lost all certainty that I would not return to Rolf. Before we talk about that, I really want to, because this touches on what we were just talking about, uh, when the time comes for one of you to die as it must, how does the other make room for what is left? and carry on alone so some part of them does stick along with a partner yeah but i i'm still very skeptical that that piece can then move on to other things so it must be something unique that has happened with Fitz. yeah i don't know so uh yeah i just wanted to point that out because it's in conjunction with what we were talking about
1: yeah good point
0: holly spoke softly but clearly from the shadows i believe in what you go to do "'I wish you success and would aid you if I could.' Her eyes darted to Rolf as if this were a thing they had discussed but had not agreed upon. "'If you are in need, cry out as you do to Night Eyes, "'asking that any of old blood who hear you pass word back to Holly and Sleet of Crow's Neck. "'Those who hear may come to help you. "'Even if they do not, they will send word to me, and I will do what I can.' "'Rolf let out a sudden huff of breath.' We will do what we can, he amended her words, but you would be wiser to stay here and learn first how to better protect yourself. Fitz resolves that he won't use them. Right. Because he doesn't want to put anybody in danger. He doesn't want to involve them in his revenge against Regal. Right, right. Maybe selfish, but probably mostly altruistic.
1: I mean, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that it's tinged with selfishness of I need the kill, but also
0: he's very, it's. Protective of people who are nice to him. And in yes. general.
1: And this people. would, yes, this would not go over well for them.
0: No. Black Rolf once again, warns them like be careful. Good luck in what you do, but just be aware that you're going to leave Buck very, very soon and be in Pharaoh. Yeah. If it's you, not just the King's Guard.
1: If you think King Regal has a grip on us here, wait until you get to where folk, believe he has a right to it.
0: Night Eyes and Fitz are back on the road.
1: Yep. On the road again. Oh,
0: yes. Fitz can't wait to get on the road again. To kill (laughs) Regal.
1: Yeah. It's a little crazy. This is kind of a shorter chapter, but we learn. A nice bit of information Especially if you're a first-time reader, because this is the first time we get solid wit information.
0: Uh, Old blood information. Old blood, thank you. (laughs) Since we're talking so near Holly and and Rolf and Sleet and Hilda, we have to call it old blood.
1: I would hate to offend. Yes. But, yeah, it's so interesting. Also, I didn't think about this until just now, but Fitz is actually talking pretty well with these people there's no mention of like an awkward pause where somebody's waiting for him to say something yeah and there's no weirdness in the conversation where Fitz is like I don't really know what they expect of me why are they waiting and I just thought I think it's really interesting to think about how I mean Holly barely talks the whole time and Fitz doesn't ever talk about how that's weird or she must be waiting for something it's old
0: but they're used to that yeah
1: they're all like (laughs) yeah we're all animals we just say what we need (laughs) and it's really interesting to i guess just think about how different and how nice it probably was for once to talk with people who get your weirdness
0: and And aren't antagonizing him and poking fun at him slash insulting him trying to flirt and then pushing your, themselves on you and then calling yes. you, you know, dumb and ugly for not <laughs> accepting it, you know. Right. No, it definitely helps that that is who he last talked with. But
1: no, it's very interesting just the complete 180 of last time he was with
0: people and these people. But he's on the road and we get into the weeds shortly
1: into the thick of it yeah. for anyone who is a tiktok fan
0: <laughs> thanks for explaining
1: it you're welcome well i figure you can't be the only one in the world who doesn't like tiktok or isn't on tiktok so
0: yeah true, true. <laughs> thank you so much for listening in uh you can find us on all the social media except for tiktok we're not on there no <laughs> uh, we're at facebook instagram and twitter it is fits happy or you can email us directly at isfitshappy at gmail.com. Please let us know what you guys are thinking. Um, if you have any thoughts on the wits or on specifically, you know, the bond partners after they pass away or the forged ones in regards to magic, please let us know. Those things are very interesting to us and we like to ramble and talk about different theories because it's all up in the air.
1: Right. Also, if you have any good reference picture for this aircorn acorn haircut, please send them my way.
0: <laughs> true, <laughs> true, yeah. Wanna see some good bowl cuts that are slicked down to the skull. <laughs> Maybe a little poof at the bottom of it, you uh-huh, know?
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> All right, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Hope you join us next week.
1: Yeah, well. See you soon.